Yo, 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 what is going on, guys? Thoughtful Banter Podcast right here. I am Matt D with my co-host, Hussein. We back. Yes, sir, we back. We want to start this podcast like all of the other episodes of shouting out the wonderful patrons. So you want to give it a shot? Bro, you asked me this on the spot, but I'm going to try to remember off the top of my head. You Let's got go. it. I believe you. Um, We got Ali. Yep. We got Latifa. Yeah. We got TJ. Yeah. We got Jordan. Yeah. We got Muhammad. Yeah. And we got Justin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good stuff. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, yeah. It's been uh, every time I every time I record, you know, like the, I always feel like a little bit of like, I don't know if it's anxiety, but like resistance before recording, you know, we got to get out all this equipment. But whenever, you know, I can hear my own voice, like, the, you know, the, the headphones are on, yeah, I yeah, get the mic. The, yeah, you I'm just excited. sound mad professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. excited to be back into this. Especially because um, the last episode we did, I'm sure you guys heard like an, a noticeable like audio difference. Yeah, especially towards the end of it. Um, but we didn't have, I don't. I didn't have my computer. I didn't have my laptop, and then Matthew's laptop like broke. It, it, it was bad planning. Yeah, from it was both just of bad us. planning. So like yeah. we had to get the episode out, but we didn't have the equipment we needed, so we just did it on our phone. It was funny. That was one of the best episodes, if not the best episode, at least between just you and me, in terms of like our chemistry and flow. So I think uh, it, it goes to show that planning is important, but getting in that that extra rep. Yeah, getting in the reps. That, that's that's so important. Um. We have some more controversial news uh, to cover this week. I'm going to let Hussein um, start us off with it, give your thoughts, because I personally haven't done really hardly – I haven't done any research on it. I just I, I just have my biases, and I look at them like, oh, there are my thoughts, but I'm, 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 I'm going to hand the mic <laughs> to you. I mean, I haven't done really too much research on it either, um, but we're basically – I mean, I'm sure you guys – it's all in the news, basically. It's all that's in the news. Um, the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, and basically he was found not guilty on all five um, charges. Um, and I know, like, Im- just immediately, there's, like, strong reactions from, like, the black community. There's strong reactions from the the left, quote-unquote. Um, mm-hmm. So there's all these, like, different actors and you know, regular individuals involved in the mix. And then, obviously, you have the opposite reaction from, like, people on the right quote-unquote you know um (coughs) but again i kind of kept myself aloof from all of like the proceedings or whatever just (sighs) because it's exhausting like to be completely honest Mm -hmm. um keeping up with all this one i was like i I didn't know i I, it wasn't like completely sharp on like the details of the case the case right i didn't want to like watch the court proceedings I didn't want to do any of that, <laughs> you know? And so for that reason, I didn't really have a one. I didn't really have a strong opinion because I didn't really know what happened. I know two people died, but I didn't know anything. I know two people died that were killed by Kyle Rittenhouse, but I didn't know anything else besi- uh, outside of that. And so I basically had kept myself purposefully kind of aloof from it. Cause I really, like I said, it, 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 it kind of is exhausting just to go through, like go through this and keep following it. So meticulously, um, mm-hmm. And I felt like the last year, especially like in the last year that we had over the over the quarantine, honestly, I was just drained from like even putting mental energy to like watching these cases, watching the result of these cases, like, mm-hmm. and then going back and forth with people on different sides of the spectrum. Either people who I think were like maybe on the right side, but like their reactions are too. Heavy, like they're too heavy-handed and then also people who are like quote-unquote i think are wrong or on the wrong side and then they're also like heavy-handed in the exact opposite direction yeah and it's just a, it's just a pain in the butt but it's anyways a it's a mess 
Um, so yeah, I don't really like Matthew. I don't really know too much about um, this case either. I did a quick little research before I got on the mic, uh, and basically, from what I could see, <sighs> I think there are broader conversations about like maybe the morality of what Rittenhouse was doing, or maybe like should like should he have been there, for example. Or like, what does this? What does setting this precedent legal? This presenting this legal precedent say for like people who are acting in vigilante ways in the future? I think that's more of like an interesting conversation to me, just because, from what I understand, and even the little bit I saw in the, of the trial, because I did like do some like research about this, it kind of seemed like self defense. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of seemed like Here it kind of seemed like self-defense yeah and like i know that like one of, i know that like one of the reasons why people might have an issue with this is because like if the roles were like say it was a, a black kid who killed like two white dudes oh he'd been done no cap would he would would he have been found not guilty <laughs> like for example <laughs> no. um, and i know a lot of people think no i probably i'd probably i'd probably think no yeah you know and so i know that's also an, an, another part of like what's involved in this less than even the material facts necessarily also like the way that these white people like rush to the defense of this kid like rush donated thousands of dollars to like his defense fund yeah like all of that is like also wrapped around this not even just like, what happened um, so it's it's really complicated and messy, and that's kind of the reason I kept myself for the most part aloof from it. But yeah, I mean that's really all I have to say on it. I don't know. Again, I think there are like broader conversations to be had about the type of behavior that Rittenhouse displayed. I don't know what do you have to say. I know you have. I some saw ideas. a breakdown of it on YouTube um, when when it first initially happened by this uh, this channel where the black guy's a host, but he's like uh, he's like conservative he might be like a blue lives matter type so it's like very interesting yes. like he's a black man but it's also like oh is it that dude who loves guns he's a cop or oh. was a cop oh, okay. but but and i don't like his content but i watched that video and from what i can tell from that video I, again it's only like one video i maybe saw another one i'm just watching a video like yeah, from exactly. what i can tell from the video the breakdown was like pretty good um my, my issue is like the kids seem to be in self-defense but my my only the, what makes me i i ask why did you put yourself in the position where you even had to defend act yourself in self-defense yeah. because you're running towards it at in that situation it was an angry mob of people now people are going to be like no you can't call him a mob like don't bro it was angry group of people i mean businesses, for whatever reason businesses were being whether it was being it, damaged. whether it's a valid reason or not there it was an angry yeah, group of people it was an angry group of people <laughs> businesses were being damaged um now whether or not like I remember what happened was business owners in that specific area, they called for private security um, and they boarded up their businesses and they just told the private security guards like, hey, just make sure our buildings don't get destroyed. Mm -hmm. um, and they were like, that's like legal as far as I understand. Like you have your private property, you call private security. I mean, it sounds property. like I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. But this kid just runs in thinking like his freaking Batman yeah, with, yeah. An, with an AR-15, little white boy. He's like 17 years old. I'm like, no, this I kid should be home playing Halo. And like, I think what that's are you, what probably is he the, doing? More, the more important issue yeah. and like conversation to have. Why um, do you feel they need to go out there with the AR-15? Like, dude, you're, you're a kid. Why are you looking for smoke? Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you want smoke. Do, do your smoke. homework. And I remember him saying, like, I was watching a lot of clips of him, like, 
yeah, I just want to defend my community and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, bro, you 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 hiked up here for this smoke. Yeah. You looked for some action. That's facts, period. And I don't need a courtroom. Like, that's just logical sense. You were not, this was not outside your home, right? Didn't he go across, like, like he went across state lines, I think. Yeah. Or, or at least county lines. Like, bro, it's different, right? If I had an angry mob of people with pitchforks outside my home and I had an AR, that's a different story. Because mm-hmm. right in front of my house. You 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 heard about a place thirty minutes away, and you went over there when there's already private security there and coming like Batman. A lot of these people were like kind of, um, like weren't wasn't the reason why there was like I don't know this galvanization. It was because they like it was like a perceived lack of action from the police. If as far as I understand, wasn't that like a lot of the, like the case for Rittenhouse, for example? Like oh, the police aren't doing enough. Maybe they need some help. Type B. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're the that, guys that, to provide. That, that, it. That's what I heard him say. Like he was like, "Looks like you boys need help." Like again, acting like Batman, like "Looks like you boys." Like <laughs> <laughs> I got to back up. Like <laughs> calm down, bro. You're 17 years old. You you should be doing your homework and playing games. And yeah, like, it, it's just uh it's just problematic. Uh, the the whole thing is problematic. And also, I don't respect his crocodile tears in court. He couldn't even fake it. You think, were, you think real, were crocodile I didn't see tears a tear. I, he just smushed up his face. But I didn't see a single, like, picture of him crying. I get it, though. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if I were in court, I'd be, gen- I'd be bawling out my eyes, right? If I was ever in court for, like, murder, I'd be crying, actually. But I didn't see him cry. Did you see him cry? I mean, I didn't really look at the thing. Too I didn't hard. see him cry. He, he smushed saw him, up his like, face. I hyperventilating and, like, yeah. It looked, it looked like when, whenever you get someone, like, you tell, like, have you seen those fake YouTube apology videos? That's what it looked like. Like, when someone is acting sad, they do all the things they think sad people do, but they can't get themselves to cry. Hmm. Like, he smushed up his face. Psychopath he closed IV. his eyes. And I didn't <laughs> see a tear. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why aren't you crying? I would be crying if I'm scared for my... I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, who knows? I just hope that kid gets some therapy and... He need therapy. Yeah. He, I'm what, also not sure if, like... And I, and I get why... Again, I understand, like, where all of this is coming from, but I'm not sure if vying for him to get like the maximum prison sentences for like murder for example yeah. is like the solution that needs to be there i think situation. that that comes out that that black rage which i which i get that's what yeah we're and calling that's it, what that's you know? and, th- and that's, that's the thing rage. like i completely understand where it's coming from yeah i just don't like basically like if you're like one of these people who are, who don't believe in the prison system and like think prison should be abolished for example like Prison should be abolished for everyone, <laughs> you know, not just black people. Black people are like, again, one of like the biggest victims of that of that system. Mm-hmm. But if you're like one of these people who really don't believe in like the prison system as as an entire like concept or a principle or whatever, like no one should be getting that. I think, I th- but I think it comes from that that place where even you know we talked about last episode with Davis coming from where it's like it's so emotionally charged we've seen so many of uh, memes or just Instagram posts on social media showing like the kid. Right. And then like, uh, like younger black children who are killed mm. for times that they weren't even killing anybody. Yeah. And yeah. It, I, I know I've seen like a lot of Tamir rice. Stuff. Yeah. Or, um, or just there's so many cases that there's like been a lot of comparisons made. And, um, that, is is true but it's 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 true to feel that but it's also technically false because it doesn't mean that <laughs> uh, the situation aren't exactly they're, the they're, they're not the same situation it also it's like okay so do we are we just going to punish this white kid because no we let we already punished too many black children 
So we gotta, you know, take one, take one of the white kids. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> even if blood for blood. <laughs> you know? Blood for blood. And I think that's me. that's what people want. Mm-hmm. I think we're being honest with ourselves. We want to see that white kid get get treated the same way as a black kid. I, and I get where they're coming from. And I think a great a great uh, a great parallel, a, a great time where it shouldn't happen, where when it didn't was that little white kid who was the school shooter, who was a, the, the church shooter. Wasn't that New Zealand? Oh, no, no. No, 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 no. The, the church shooter. That was the master shooter. No, right? no, yeah, In New yeah. Zealand. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, this, this kid with a bowl cut, he went to a black Sand- church. Was it? Th- I, I don't know the name. Bro, we've had some, like, is, is, it, so is many. it Sandy Spring? Or? I'm not sure, but he shot everybody, and, like, the cops escorted him, like, mad peacefully, and they got him McDonald's, apparently. And this is, this is when people started talking about, like, Teachers having guns in the classroom, right? Yeah, like that kind of stuff yeah. started to be. No, that. I don't remember what year that was, but yeah, yeah, I remember. So, like a circumstance like that, I'm like, yeah, man, kill him, kill him, straight up. Like he's killing. He killed like what thirty people mm-hmm. more, and like he wa- first, like he didn't just kill people. He walked into a church. He walked into a place where people were like Christchurch. That was called I think right. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wa- he walked into a church and like killing people who were just trying to pray to God, like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and it was also like an all black church and like you're a sick you're a sick human being for that like i i say like i don't know how you can uh keep so no, i think christchurch was still <laughs> i think christchurch was new zealand anyways <laughs> it's called Tr- christchurch when well, not christ mosque i don't understand christchurch mosque i think the city is christchurch oh yeah that's confusing yeah, yeah that's yeah. confusing no 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 no. it's that's still new zealand the new zealand <laughs> thing was crazy you know new zealand handled that situation way better than we do in the states though they did what do they do like like the whole country came in unison with muslims like like right then and there like oh did you see did you read that dude's bro i don't know if i'm getting confused between school like dude shooters. they're all the same know. bro <laughs> <laughs> but did you see his manifesto or whatever i i heard of it that was bone chilling bro i don't even remember what it said i just remember reading it and being some, like some nazi ah, stuff he was talking about trump like trump uh it also in- inspired like uh it's so sad to say like a muslim lady a, a pregnant muslim lady got kidnapped in australia um someone got inspired by his crimes um, but like New Zealand, what happened in New Zealand after that was like, from what I saw, it was a lot of camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like in America we wouldn't have seen that. We would have just saw like more disunity. Except that uh, that that politician, I remember. Oh no, he, he who got the egg. Yeah, <laughs> but you see, like, like, but even then, like, the kid who did it to the politician was like a New Zealand yeah, kid yeah, who's yeah, not yeah. Muslim. And, like, not I think majority of the country got together. Like, I saw like there was like a a a, a wall of people around the masjid to protect to protect the mosque. And it was like all white people, mm-hmm. like non-Muslims, coming there, and it was just like a really beautiful thing. It was like very heartwarming to see, uh, like people basically just putting aside their differences and being like, "Yeah, no one should go through this again." Um, and also like the way the, uh, not all the politicians, but some of them did react. Versus in America, it just would have led to like more shooting. I bet you, bro. Yeah, more I smoke. Mean, I don't know what it is with this country. So I think it's really interesting because like. I, I like being American, right? Mm. Dare I say I love it. And even if I didn't, my <laughs> life is where it is right now because, because of the privileges. Yeah, yeah, because of the things you get access to living in America. Exactly. Yeah. But it's also like a part of me is like whenever any kind of woke discussion gets brought up, like we're talking about Syria, Iran, or a- any any of our, any foreign policy situation, I'm immediately like my I get woke. Uh-huh. And I'm like, You're like <laughs> America does this, 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 and that. Yeah. And like this government is like this, this, and that. And I still decide to live here, mm. you know, and it's like I feel kind of a, uh, I feel like I'm 
kind of like hypocritical for that because it's like if I was really truly completely against the system, like wouldn't I just move ultimately? Like I go somewhere else because at the end of the day, my taxpayer dollars go here. So every every war that I disagree with, every political move I disagree with, I help because my dollars go there. Do you think that that's avoidable or do you think that maybe it's not completely avoidable, but it's like minimized in certain places? You mean being in America or are you just saying like... No, I mean like contributing to something that is just not like good. I don't think I don't think it's uh I don't think it's avoidable unless like you drop off the grid. Mhm. Like like So the, the would the argument then be like you're you're reducing the amount of harm by living somewhere else? Yeah. Uh-huh. Somewhere like somewhere like neutral in Europe <laughs> <laughs> that stays away from smoke. Uh-huh. You know. Like there's a lot of other places with like the there's a lot of places in Europe that would give me the li- kind of lifestyle I have here mm. and avoid that and, and and I would avoid the problems here. But then but then another issue gets on gets on top of that cuz I talked to I talked to my wife about this like about moving cuz I'm like babe I'm trying, I'm trying to I'm not maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not trying maybe to not, live here. Uh maybe not built for this. Maybe country. I'm built for this country. But then it's just like I need to be somewhere with black people, <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. And Europe is just like super homogenous for the most part. Yeah. yeah. I mean outside of like the UK, right? I'll never move to London, bro. <laughs> Without bad weather, bro. <laughs> I would never move to London. But like bro. a lot of like I don't know, like the social like the like the socialist quote unquote. Like the social democracies. Um like the Nordic the Nordic yeah, the Nordic, and stuff. The Nordic, like they have a lot of like yeah. great programs and stuff, but it's all like white people. <laughs> but it's it's like better than here in many cases. Mm-hmm. Like like the general like happiness of individuals. Yeah. And, and there's like there there's the aspect of, of community. And stuff like that. And, like, maybe, maybe, and there's also that, the, the take that maybe our test is doing X, Y, Z in this, in the face of this, like, oppression. And yeah. I know, like, a lot of people, like, like to reference, like, the imams and stuff that lived under oppressive governments. Yeah. Like, that's what a lot of people reference. I even know, like, I remember uh, we were learning about the history of the Prophet. And basically, after the Treaty of Hudaybiyah, uh, one of, like, the provisions in that treaty was that, if a if a Muslim in Medina becomes polytheist or whatever or converts back to polytheism, um, then they can't be harmed by the Muslims there and they have to be sent back to Mecca. Right? But if a polytheist in Mecca becomes Muslim, then they don't have to be sent to Medina. And so there were people I I remember um learning that there were like people that came to their prophet that turned Muslim in Mecca and came to their prophet after that treaty was established and their prophet was like go back like I mean, yeah because we don't break our treaties type b we don't break our treaties type b and also it's like this is not this is not your struggle right now is to be there type b now if i were them i just wouldn't know what would have told the prophet because <laughs> then he would have told you to go back <laughs> you don't think he would have known if he looked at you anyway no, but <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying i would have told them that's the thing but you can also reference this like uh, the verse in Quran where, you know, like I, I think it's referencing the people who are like oppressed and because of their oppression, they they in the day of judgment, Allah is basically asking, like, why didn't you do like what you're supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And they, their response is, well, we were oppressed, so we couldn't. And God's response is, couldn't you have moved? Like, wasn't the world big enough for you to go mm-hmm. somewhere else? I mean, I don't I mean, I, I 
contrary to the memes, like neither you or I are like <laughs> a Mufasa, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't know if there's like specific, like if there's anything more to that eye or not. Like it's it's hard. It's a lot of yeah. times hard to like take these things at like face value all the time, um, because just there's like a level of depth and complexity to the stuff that we don't even have like the beginning of an understanding of. Yeah. I, I'm, I but anyways, back to like the lost. back to like the broader point though, because um, I know like even like what do you think about people who are like when you live in this country, like any country, not just this country, but any country, you're like you have a responsibility to be like a good citizen of that country, um, and so you should do your best to like work in favor of that country type B. Like there are people who hold like this opinion. Like we should. Well, that's logical. What do you mean? Like, is there anything else to it? Like, that's Islamic, right? Be a good citizen. Yeah, yeah be a good citizen. Yeah. Obviously, unless it's like going against going something directly against your faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But th- some people take it so far that they're like, don't even, don't even necessarily speak out about. That's whack. Bad things. I mean, I think. So I think some people. Th- and like then also, people like to draw this like, this like line in the sand where it's like. Okay, before you go out and protest, it's very Jordan Peterson esque. Clean your like, room before you look at others. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Before you go out and protest, make sure that you know you're doing all of your wajibat and you're doing all of this and you're doing all of that. And, nah. And it seems like they they kind of create this like it seems to me like it's a false dichotomy. Obviously, maybe there's something I just am completely missing. Um, but from what I understand now, it seems like this false dichotomy of like you're either. <laughs> it almost seems as if like. You should never be protesting because you should always be working to improve your faith. Because, like, theoretically, Ma'rafa of Allah is infinite, right? We can spend <laughs> the rest of our lifetime. You could be, like, super, super duper pious to, like, any random Joe Schmo outside. And you could still spend the rest of your lifetime trying to understand, like, trying to get get closer to God. This is even something that we talked about in that Twitter fingers video that we made. Like, where is that line? Should there be a line drawn? Like, is there is there, like... I don't know, validity to that claim. And if there is, like, where do we draw that line? And it seems like no one has a re- <laughs> really clear answer. I don't, I don't, bro, I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, I don't think everyone knows necessarily for sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe the, I, maybe this is – I'll let that ask a scholar. I've actually asked scholars this, and from what they told me, they don't know or they don't want to tell me the answer uh-huh. because I think it's, like, controversial. And I don't think we all come like every scholar comes to the same comes conclusion. down to the same place. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, obviously not. Yeah. Maybe this is one of those circumstances where like you your feeling towards the situation also is also matters mm-hmm. because it's like we only know like maybe eighty percent the answer, but what you truly feel deep down, like your gut feeling, is enough to sway sway uh, which direction you go to. Like maybe like if you literally can't live with yourself when you live here in this country. Without maybe, doing X Y Z, yeah, whatever. or maybe maybe like you're like I have to move. I feel I must move. Mm-hmm. Then that's then that's what you need to do. That's your prerogative. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I I don't I don't know even what mindset necessarily. Like I couldn't imagine myself moving from my friends and family, f- long term. Like raising kids without my community. Yeah, but at the same time, I do just feel immensely guilty when I think about like being here because I'm just like ultimately it's like I'm just no matter how much I try to fight. It's just I'm, I'm a cog in the system. I am a cog in the system. Mm. I am benefiting from it, and I can try to be woke and say free Palestine, 
Black Lives Matter, stop the war on the Middle East. And at the end of the day, I'm I'm contributing to it, mm-hmm. period. And I benefit from it. Like whenever these wars happen and the economy goes up, I'm making more money. Uh-huh. It, I'm, I benefit from it directly. So yeah. I, it's like you can talk about it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea either. Like, bro. It, posting on, like sometimes posting on Instagram, you know, temporarily makes me feel like I'm I contributed. Like I yeah. post my angry rant on my story. I mean, that's that that's like the trap of like part of the trap of social media, right? Yeah. You feel like your influence is like way bigger than it actually is. Yeah, like you're like, like no a, one cares. You're like a drop <laughs> in the in the ocean type. Yeah, e. it doesn't help. I and mean, then, maybe it helps a little bit, but does it ultimately? I mean, but maybe that maybe maybe this lends like credence to um or validity to like the claim that you shouldn't really be worried about like what the government doing just work in your own just affect what you can affect maybe maybe, maybe that lends credence to that i don't I, I, don't, I don't i don't mess with that and i'll tell you why because it seems kind of simpy <laughs> you know like it's just like you know at some point you cannot you you got to admit that you're not perfect but also check someone else for walling out mm-hmm. and i think that's what that's my issue with that philosophy yeah like it's I like, might not be perfect, it's, it's, but I see you beating someone up in the middle of the street. I'm going to be like, yo, I don't pray on time, but you all are now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to let myself messing with my wajaba uh, stop me from calling out this, what's happening in front of me. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that, that's kind of what I was saying before. Like, they, they do make it this black and white where it's either either you do this or you do that. And if you're, do- and if you're doing, if you're protesting, you're like by def almost by definition not gr- like uh focusing like growing spiritually you know um yeah so i, <laughs> I think it is goofy <laughs> i think the only thing that might be said in response to that would be something like well maybe it's not as like what they're doing isn't as obvious as like someone beating someone up on the street in front of your eyes like does that proximity does that like the does the proximity or like the type of thing that they're engaging in does that make a difference i don't know <laughs> i don't know bro. i mean this what is do you ha- think i have no idea bro You're I was asking me, you. you tell me bro this is kind of like a uh so we i just recently in in my class that i'm taking we did this uh we read this paper from peter singer who's like this philosopher and basically he has this theory about um fam is he has a paper famous papers like famine affluence and morality or something like that um, and basically what he says is uh, every single person who's like who has their basic needs met needs to do- we have enough money to solve like world hunger, basically. And so every person who has their needs met needs to donate enough money to to take people out of that um, out of like food insecurity and, and poverty and that, mm-hmm. that that some like that stuff. <clears throat> and so the argument that he uses is like if you are like he has a very like particular way of phrasing it but i'm just going to like give you this example and it'll kind of sum up um what what he's what he tries to say he says like if you're walking and you see a baby drowning in a puddle for example right even if you're wearing like the nicest most expensive suit every single person would say that morally you should jump into that puddle and save that baby you know even if you have like <laughs> a two hundred thousand dollar fit, right? I don't what know, two hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> what you should do, yeah, is is jump in that puddle and save the and save the baby. Yeah, and so then people like in response to that, people have said like, "Well, the baby's right in front of you. 
what it, like the person the baby that's starving in Singapore or uh freaking Bangladesh, right? They're not in front of you. That that makes it different. And yeah. then he's like his response to that is if there was a button in front of you and you had two buttons in front of you and one could kill a person that was right in front of your eyes and the other person and the other button killed the person that was like all the way across the world, would there be a difference in you pressing them? Like wouldn't it wouldn't it still be yeah, murder? <laughs> no, but there would be a difference in your perception, which I think that's like a valid valid point. Hmm. Like um, you, you you know the experiment the experiment they did on like uh, I forget the name of it, but basically it's like it's like one of the famous experiments they did. It's like they se- they tested p- someone's willingness to hurt another person. Mm-hmm. That, like the person's in uh, in another room, and one person is pressing the shock button, and they're shocking the person even though the, even though the person's in pain, but they don't see the person in front of them. So it's like it th- that's like drone striking people. You know, like when whenever it's uh, depersonalized. It's very easy to hurt other humans, you know. Yeah, but I say all that to say, just to bring it back to my question, okay, which is, <laughs> which is, does it being like way less direct, like the government, what the government is doing that's bad potentially, right? Is that is it being way less direct? Does that make a difference? Does it make it less bad? Yeah, no, it doesn't or, make it or, less bad. Or does it make it like because it's less clear? You shouldn't even worry about it. It makes like me you care should, less. You you shouldn't if because it's less like clear and it's more like I don't know maybe smoke behind fog or whatever, right? Veiled. Um, because it's less clear and you can't like act, you're not like seeing that with your eyes like in that moment. You should just worry about yourself, bro. Like worry about growing yourself religiously. Worry worry about like your sphere of influence and like who you can who you can teach who you can educate. Yada 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 yada. So on and so forth. I don't think it's less bad, but I do care less. You know, like because it's just not in front of me. It's like your emotions are. S- my I'm a very emotional person. I think as humans, like your emotions drive you. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I hear a child screaming, it's a lot different than like me buying some Coca Cola. I'm like, mm, this don't hidden. Then like <laughs> somewhere down the line, me buying that Coca Cola funded an Israeli bullet that goes into a kid's head. Uh huh. I don't. You know, I'm just like. <laughs> That was a really bad time for me to laugh, huh? <laughs> no, I mean, it's just like you do got me in some awkward, awkward <laughs> positions, bro. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, it's just like that's the position we're in in America, mm-hmm. right? Like we don't think if we don't think too hard, you you help you. Anytime you watch a fire Marvel movie, Israel getting their pockets a little thicker, you know, like that's a fact. Yeah, I mean, and but even I don't know, like yeah, for us, maybe we could just get up and move. Maybe we could. Maybe we could pack everything tomorrow and get on a plane and completely relocate and live our life somewhere else. A lot of people can't do that. Yeah, I'm not a lot of people. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying not. like what everyone should do necessarily. Mm-hmm. So like, so like, I'm so I'm not saying like moving is the solution mm-hmm. by itself. I'm thinking like, okay, if I moved, I would I would continue to try to be like woke, mm-hmm. but also move. Is there is is there nothing like? Maybe it's like, okay, because of the people here that can't do that, I should say it's support type B. Is that, is that not? Is support that not what? Like, support them. Because they're still living that, and they might be feeling it too. Support the people who are with me but are too broke to move? Yeah. Support them like to move? What do you mean? How, how should I support them? Like, support <laughs> them be like, hey, it's okay to get to, to be a crappy person and have our tax dollars fund the system. But are you a crappy person because you have your tax dollars? I'm not, I kind of feel like it sometimes. Mm. If I think about it, that's what I feel mm. like. I feel like I'm like a, I feel like I'm benef- I'm I'm benefiting or like I'm helping the system out. I don't feel like 
I don't feel like it's too, too crappy or else I would have been already moved. Oh. But I'm just thinking like, yeah, I'm definitely part of this. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Like, I, I, I help I benefit. I know it's like not in my control. Like, the only way to not the only the only way to not do it is to not pay my taxes. So maybe that's a Islamic argument for avoiding taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I was talking about that. I um, probably don't pay my taxes because you know I, I don't kill Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not even true. You still you'd still like find ways to run into it. You know. Yeah. So even if you didn't, pay I don't taxes. know what I do basically. But it, and, and then also you run into the paradox of ultimately the reason why I'm even thinking about moving is because in my mind I have put certain injustices above others. Because if I know if I go went to some other European country, they're definitely profiting and funding some other oppression as well. That's what that's what I was trying to say in the beginning, basically. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, it's definitely like definitely every true. like, and that's why I was like, it's always the argument that you're like reducing the amount of badness because like America is the number one like corrupt, for example. Like yeah, I, I just have a, baby. I just have a, I just have a bias towards Muslim countries. Mm. Basically, I see a Muslim country. But like, all you have a bias towards Saudi, bro? No, I have a, I have a bias against Saudi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do not mess with Saudi. That's present. why I'm like, like th- this corruption is present everywhere, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's also just like, again. It's because my bias mm-hmm. and like America is a lot then, more. And in then your you face. can make and then you can make an argument like, okay, so there are like, like a lot of like European Nordic countries. They're like mad atheists or like a religious. I'll bring them to God, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, is it is it better for you to raise your child in a place where even though everything else sucks, right? They have support. They have family that can guide them and like be there for them in their faith. Rather than a place where you don't really have that same amount of support, and on top of that, like the the society is just like <laughs> a god, <laughs> a, a a I don't know, just completely devoid of anything godly or religious. And like, I guess you can make the argument that America is that I don't know, but like, I, maybe maybe the situation that would be different is that you actually have people here that you can like lean back on. I don't know, I don't know. I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> My third time I was telling you that today. I don't know anything, brother. Let us know what you guys think down below. Um, I don't think we're going to come to a conclusion, obviously. Me, me and Matthew both are like, yeah, I don't uh, know, bro. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm genuinely like, I'm. my brain just runs into walls whichever way I run about it, which I, which leads me to like my, my theory. Like, this isn't advice. So this is just me talking, FYI. But like, no, yeah, you should never take advice from me. But, um... <laughs> I was just thinking, like, maybe this is one of the circumstances that whatever you feel more strongly about is the way you make your decision. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if you're if you're listening to this right now to this point, which not that many people do, but, like, if this actually concerns you, like, talk to a scholar and, like, do your own research. Mm. I just talked to scholars about it, and they kind of gave me, like, different answers, which makes me think, I don't think there's a one answer, bro. <laughs> I think there's, like, a lot of books, and people look at different different imams and what they did in different circumstances and people don't actually know what to do with all the information because people look at yeah. imam hussein and that's the example of the revolution the mm-hmm. the action mm-hmm. and then if we just ignore, ignore every other imam we ignore every other imam <laughs> and we even ignore like what imam hassan did and we even ignore what imam hussein did up until <laughs> up until that time basically yeah. <laughs> so it's like i don't think we, we we don't know because ultimately 
what the imams were doing was listening to whatever God told them to do. Yeah. Not what a man was logically breaking down. Like, well, in this particular circuit, like, it's not me, like, logically thinking it through, like, well, hmm, I can do the most, like, I don't know the the process there behind their actions, ultimately. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> it just got, 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 uh, put us on that path, inshallah, for real. <laughs> just pray for you, my wife, you know. Yeah. That's the moral of the story. The moral of the story. <laughs> you know, but then there's also people who t- take that, like, to the extreme to as that, well. To the extreme as well. Yeah. I feel like the only thing I hope I don't get into is, like, never being too comfortable with with, with, with the decision I make. Mm-hmm. Because maybe that maybe that's the point. Maybe that's what makes you, like, too close-minded. Because maybe you're someone down the line. Maybe you get really focused on making the society better. And then what down the line, 20 years later, what that ends up you doing is you're someone who's just like too invested in the current system Mm -hmm. and you believe the system too much because you only see the good in the system. And when people say anything against the system, you, you brush them off or on the other side, people who are just so focused on revolution constantly. It's like, bro, you're just too focused on chaos instead of building anything up because all you do is call people out for oppression, but you don't give solutions to problems either. It's like two opposite sides of the spectrum and you don't want to be on either one. You just want to be doing whatever you understand God to be telling you to do at the moment. Yeah, Which is, like, the most difficult thing. It's easy to, like, say what's wrong. Yeah. It's hard to to bring, like, other better solutions. Yeah. We're talking about this in, in, a, in a group, actually. We're like, so, like, what should the government's role be in society? Because, mm-hmm. like, for example, we recognize, like, the, like the CIA's, like, watching of everyone's, like, moves and data and everything, right? Like, we don't like it, right? We're mm-hmm. talking about it now, like, data breaching and all that. So, it's like, okay, then what, what should the government do? Should the government not look at your data at all? Okay, but someone brought up, brought up a good point. Like, a lot of a lot of terrorist attacks do get prevented because the government be looking at them emails. <laughs> you know, like uh-huh. th- that, that was one, it wasn't my argument. Yeah, but it, like, it was. It's an argument. It, it's, it's an argument. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, then what? Then what is the government's job in society? And then someone. I mean, it depends on who you ask, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it depends on who you ask. That's, that's what I'm saying. And like, and one thing I noticed is that people always look at a government that they're not currently in as a better one because they haven't experienced the oppressions of that government. Mm-hmm. I know a guy who comes from Argentina, and this guy loves capitalism. I think we often see um, the government that we're not in as the better government. Oftentimes, like a lot of people, for example, you come from like a a, a country that's more like from socialism. And then you just think capitalism is a move, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but us, like my generation, right? We're all like in America. We're like in this capitalism regime, and all of my peers who are woke are like pro-socialist, are like fake. Um, what's the word? Fake communists, you know. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, but like we still live in America. How can we have a move to like a country that actually believes in this stuff? Mm-hmm. Why? Because it sucks. That's why. I mean, but they'd argue that <laughs> it sucks not just because of. Like the reason that it sucks is not communism or socialism. It's like you, it's like U.S. like <laughs> uh, sanctions and stuff like that. Like Cuba, for example. Yeah. There's like or way Iran, more things. That's, or, that's the case in Iran. Well, there's time. like way more things happening than just socialism. So that's what they point to. Yeah. If you were to say that, and like, of course, I wouldn't move there because they're getting destroyed by. Like the reason that they're getting destroyed is not because of socialism. But anyways, continue. But I, it's just like it's I think you had a broader point. Yeah. The the point is is like we we we're looking at another country and we assume what they're doing is better, but we haven't experienced it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, it's every system is like a give and trade. You know, yeah. like I, we we traveled to Iran before, and like Iran has some things that are like way different than here that are good, and also a lot of things 
that suck. Like the Wi-Fi being so slow in Iran. <laughs> like you can't like the streaming like streaming services. Services in general in Iran are just not like popping like they are in America. Yeah. We just have everything streamlined here. It's very efficient. You get <laughs> anywhere. We're like we actually have red lights and people listen to the traffic laws most of the time. You know, you can call an Uber and all that. And Iran doesn't have lots of that stuff. I mean they have a snap. They have a snap? A snap What's is a snap? like Uber, bro. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> bad, bad. Well, it's even No, then, no, but even like yeah. the stuff like addresses, like simple stuff like that. It's just wonky. Yeah, bro. Iran, bro. But, oh, there's no address. It'll, it'll, it's uh, a... <laughs> like, that's a chatbot market. Uh, <laughs> like, like, walk down the road. If you see this, you've gone too far. Yeah. Stop at the shop. Ask Ahmad if <laughs> <laughs> ask Ahmad <laughs> ask if Ahmad's there, and then if Ahmad's there, he'll tell you that you need to go to the well. But then if you see the sign, you pass the well, bro. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, you know, there's no there's no utopia across the street from. <laughs> kill me with that. Yeah, it's like uh, there's a cucumber shop. Take a right. <laughs> you go see some tomatoes. You see a red door and it's open. Meanwhile, that, that cucumber shop has gone out of business. And there's something else there. Yeah, You're like lost. <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's just so different. I was just thinking about possibilities. You know, like, I've lived my whole life in the same place. I don't know if I want to keep staying here. Mm. But, like, the only thing keeping me here, I think, for real is, like, friends and family. Yeah. I mean, like, like in my mind, even when I do think of moving, it's like, oh, well, I keep my cushy American job and work remotely. Yeah. Because the bag. I think the bag is, like. But in that case, your taxes are still going to, like. I don't care. <laughs> That's that's what it goes down to. It's like at the end of the day, like the bag is the sustenance is like everyone's first goal, mm-hmm. like that because that's that that's what allows you to feed your family. So we'd be doing things for the bag, but it's, it just kind of makes you think like, what if we can live in a world where the bag wasn't so trifling? <laughs> 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 you know, like maybe that's a, that's a beautiful way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> the bag wasn't so I'm not, trifling. I'm not even a socialist or a communist per se, but I'm just like, at some point, like, there needs to be, I don't know what it is, but there needs to be something that allows people to, like, maintain, like, even, like, if it sucks, but, like, some level of, like, housing and living Mm. without making, like, $150,000 a year, bro, because inflation is going crazy, bro. Like, my money is not a lot of money when it should be a lot of money, bro. I was watching Psych, and Gus was talking about how much he made, and at that time, he, he mentioned something like $50,000, and I was like, that's broke, and my mom was like, no, back then, I was like, good money. That was like 80000 now, and I'm like, what? Yeah, like the buying power type beat. Yeah, like now, like my money is like worthless. I feel like I have to make so much more money. I mean, bro, 50000 if you're living by yourself, even if you're living with a second person, you're not doing bad. You're not doing awful. You're, you're not. You're not. You're not. The richest uh, person in the world. <laughs> you're not the richest person in the world. Yeah, but it's still like. You, but you're not broke. That was a lot more though. You're far from broke though. Like yeah, baby. So even even now, fifty k is like. I could I could I could comfortably pay you could comfortably pay like two car notes, a mortgage, and get your groceries and stuff with fifty k, bro. In other news, I also want to talk about uh, something that's happening like in the YouTube space. One of uh one of the self help YouTubers Hussein and I both follow by the name of Hamza. I love that name. Hamza. Hamza. Um he's completely irreligious, by the way. Like he's not religious. <laughs> he just comes from a Desi family. Brother, he's a man of God, what you mean? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean he says himself. I mean he did uh, let me not get into this. Continue. Yeah, he, he made his video and it's it was stupendous. It was a slim beautiful, mashallah. Um uh, 
red pill YouTubers um, are traumatized. Are traumatized. And, <laughs> dude, he said everything I feel like Hussein's been, like, trying to say yeah, about red basically. pill on this channel. <laughs> like, so many good points being made. Like, And I think it's really cool because he talked about in the video how he recently has been having therapy. Which I think, again, is very beautiful for a man to be masculine enough to even talk about going through therapy because most of these guys on YouTube are pretending to be way cooler than they are, lying about their body counts, when you shouldn't even lie about a body count to begin with because it's not cool to sleep with a lot of people. Yeah. Like, it's all, a, like, Allah, it's a mess. Allah help us. Uh, but I think it was really cool the video Hamza made. Like, he was he was showing clips of these, like, Red Pill YouTubers, and he was like, bro, these guys have all... Are all traumatized, basically. Are all traumatized from heartbreak. <laughs> like, there is a girl in their life that make them feel like they're less and, than, it, and it could have been their mom it could have been their their sister it could yeah. have been like a, a, like a girlfriend or whatever a girl who didn't who wouldn't have them as a girlfriend yeah and they just they just held that resent held that resentment in, and now yeah. they're like women <laughs> women are less than men like <laughs> what you have to understand is that he, he, he made a great he made like such a great reference he was like you hear these red pill youtubers and they kind of talk about women like they're this other group of humans that are withholding their resources. And we have to study, though, to figure out how to get their resources, which is them. Like, they are the resource. Yeah. And it's like, and I'm like thinking about it, like, that's very true. Like, when I was, I, I said before, like, I, I was in Red Pill, I think. Um, dude, these guys were like, straight up like, these women, they don't love you, G. <laughs> they don't respect <laughs> and you. Be like, and then the way they like, they like, the way they quote unquote clean it up is they're like, yeah, and this is like. Not something to get upset about. This is just their nature, bro. Like that sounds like racism. <laughs> that sounds like racism, right? Bro, do you know? <laughs> like stealing is just black nature. That I or like sub, sub, violence, subservience, violence. Like there was there was yeah. this freaking. Uh, I was reading in one of my classes. There was this dude. He was making like a medical argument, bro. Like he was making a medical argument for this disease. That basically mostly happens to free niggers, right? It happens to to free niggers because they're free. And they need. I didn't say that podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Say say that word. Not me. This is me. This is me. But he's saying like he's like making this claim. He's like, yes, basically they're angry. They're angry and they get upset and they they they're lazy and they start (laughs) start working less because they don't have like. The white man's hand to guide them. They got massa. They don't have the white man's hand to guide them, <laughs> and because of this, they also start suffering from like sicknesses and diseases. They like they need like like, like house elves. And this like condition Dobby. is like strictly for free niggers. <laughs> like, they, they get depressed when they free them. Like, <laughs> we, exactly. got, we gotta help them out, brother. Come here. And that's they exactly put you to work. That's exactly <laughs> what it sounds like when they talk about women. They're like, yeah, bro, they just gold diggers by nature, my bro. <laughs> You know they 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 need to be abused. <laughs> you hear them too, like they'll, they'll they'll tell you about how to text women, how to how to talk to them. It's like, yeah, um, be mean as possible. And, and I think again, like Hamza's greater point too. Like he also talked about on the woman side of the spectrum. Like these guys are these these men and women who are both toxic are they're, just betraying are are, are attracting. They're they're like attracting the 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 kind of people that they're. That they don't want, basically. Yeah, because they're both portraying, uh, no, portraying what their parents were doing. Uh-huh. So they're, these guys are acting like their moms, and their moms were being with guys who so they're acting like now, which is why they're crappy. And it's it's a cycle where basically we're going to have a bunch of fatherless kids who are who are resentful of the world the same way these current Red Pill guys are. 
and and I think his greater point was connecting it to the issue with hookup culture. And I think, bro, Hamza coming back to Islam, Allah, Muhammad Rasulullah, bro. Because no, <laughs> like 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 no cab. Like he he literally mentioned it. He didn't go off the point. He was like, do whatever you want, but like it it leads to hookup culture, and it's just not good for kids. Yeah. Like I don't I don't understand how we start under. I don't know when we started thinking it was cool that having sex with as many people as possible was like a good thing. Like, do we not look at the consequences of our actions? Just think about like, I mean, we all know somebody whose dad wasn't there for them. Mm -hmm. And it just sucks. It doesn't lead to anything good. At the end of the day, it just leads to like you looking at men or women as tally marks on a list of people you slept with. Yeah. And it's like, dude, these are people you're going to make kids and these kids are going to be all messed up. Mm-hmm. Because of the p- not people not having consequences to their actions, and 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 at the end of the day, it, all and, the and <clears throat> this kind of ties in with what I was talking about. Like I don't know, three episodes ago, the one we do the haggy, like we we glorify promiscuity, and then some people like demonize promiscuity for women, but then they don't talk about like the negatives of promiscuity and hookup culture for everyone, not just it's not just not, women. I've decided it's not good for anybody. Type B. I mean, it promiscuity is not good for anybody. It doesn't make it doesn't make any. We're not animals to the extent where we just can like pump and dump and not raise our kids. It, it, we're just not like human beings. Like whoever is acting like you can just have sex with people without having any emotions, you're capping on some level. Absolutely. Like, y- or, or your soul is so suck dry, suck dry, because <laughs> of all your trauma, and you just have sex with people and until you're, you're numb, sin, bro. Yeah, you're you're numb. You're literally numb to the pain. You, you dude, like Hamza, like he, I mean, little. I mean, I hope like no kids are watching this. But I'm not saying to be crude, but like I think it's cool because he's a guy who like he went to, through that. Yeah, he like was like going to parties and like was in like that hookup culture scene. Um, and you can see him as like a very attractive Chad man, bro. So like he's not like it's not it's different versus like us as Muslim guys talking about it. Like we're kind of looking in, kind of, yeah. and looking at what we struggle with. But like he's a guy who's like done it. it, yeah. And I think it's cool because he literally said like, bro, it's just short dopamine rushes. And at the end of the day, whenever you're hooking up with all these different people, it's just like masturbating. Like just like that's that's crazy. Like mm. it's you're just it's just meat to meat. It's just no no wow. spirituality. <laughs> Should hey, I not say that? No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. It was just a little much for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, you know, like, there's no, like, this is not what we're meant to be doing. Yeah. We're, we're meant to be making connections. There's no, people. like, higher purpose in it type B. Yes, bro. Yeah. And then people are miserable, too. Like, you see, like, on these Red Bull YouTubers that talk about, like, all women are like this, G, and she don't respect you, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, because y'all don't share the same values. <laughs> it's because you're in a transactional relationship that's just about sex. Well, how how else are y'all going to be like, like, what did you want? Yeah. You want someone to like you, but you that's not- what I've always said. Like, exactly, exactly that. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful video. Shout out to Hamza. We should have him on the podcast. You think so? I think Hamza would love to be on the podcast. You think he would? Yeah, man. You should email him, bro. I emailed him. You did? About editing videos. He hasn't responded. <laughs> <laughs> I also sent Hamza a uh, voice note. On uh, Instagram, he oh, hasn't even read it because <laughs> he said on his YouTube channel, it was like, "Hey, yo, mate, send me some voice notes, you know, human uh-huh. connection in it, no, like texting." He, he, you sound nothing like him. He, he a real business voice. Ad- what is he? What is the name of the chat? Me, Adonis. Adonis is laid back and cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm crushing on him. So. It's a cool guy though. Uh, I, I like the, uh, I like the video. I think it was a good message. I think it's uh we we need to talk about it more and more and more because I am straight up like just trying to prepare 
the the world for at least when I have kids. Mm-hmm. I don't want my kids to be running around lost in the sauce, lost in the sauce, trying to get attention of random females who don't even matter to them for simple dopamine rushes. But yeah, the um, that being said, I guess it's kind of a woke discussion talking about the world, the world of politics, yeah, corruption in the political system and the justice system, posing philosophical questions about our <laughs> the extent of our culpability and <laughs> the actions <laughs> of our country we live in. Yeah, and then also just like I guess our our issues with the culture with you know hookup culture i guess male and female and like a towel right in the house overview that wasn't too in-depth because we didn't really know that much but anyways yeah we tried though we, uh, if we get more in-depth it would have been just irresponsible um <laughs> by the way i think we're almost approaching episode 20 we are that's crazy dude putting in the hours putting in that work yeah i'm hauling that Hauling that grass. Mm. Wait, what that, kind of grass? I mean that that grass. That's cash. That Patreon money, you know. Mm. I'm about to go in this go. Uh. I'm about to upload the video. Mm. Mm. Eh. Mm. Eh. Mm. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> it's so crazy. Like we started this episode almost a year ago. Maybe. Uh, oh shoot! It was like in February. Wow. So it's it's been almost a year since we've been uh, uploading. 20, 20 episodes, which means on average you've probably been uploading basically like twice a month. Um, it's good work. If you guys, if you guys like it, keep keep you know keep showing us the love. We appreciate it. Our patrons are showing us that they, that they like it. So if you want to support us monetarily, which goes a long way because it helps us with things like getting guests on the show, which we are working on. I know we promised that earlier, but people have been like you know people have been busy it's at the end of the year. It's kind of a it's kind of hard to schedule people. Yeah, holidays and stuff. Um, but if you don't got the Patreon money, don't even trip because the best thing that you can do for the podcast is just to listen up to this point and then like it because liking it is free and then commenting your opinions because we actually want to know what you guys think um whether you guys disagree with us or not on the last episode we have we had some you know hot take comments and you know all comments <laughs> are welcome honestly you know free speech type beat so share like comment subscribe check out the patreon if you can uh share this clip on social media with your friends and let us know what you think about the thoughtful banter podcast where we try to promote thoughtful banter you know what it is it's your boy Matty with my co-host hussein and we are yes sir out